Agnes's Family Assortment A Good Omens Potfic Written by Tony Owl 95 and read by Literarian Chapter 2 Hopnobbed On some level, Crowley knew he was not in a position to make good decisions, especially regarding his love life. He was too tender, too raw. On a more obvious and immediate level, here was a beautiful, funny and, who'd have thought it, nice man who fancied him. And if Crowley had ever had any doubt as to the last, the way Aziraphale had gone practically gooey when being manhandled against a door was proof positive. And the nice man could kiss. Although there was something decidedly not nice about the insistence of the grip on Crowley's hips, the tongue brushing his. Crowley added this to the list of things he'd learned about Aziraphale. Middle initial Z. Ordered too many books by post. Did something aligned to publishing kissed like an angel, or at least the kinky kind of angel who gets into trouble for fucking about with humans. A soft thump, followed by a clatter from across the hall, suggested their audience was satisfied and had retreated back into her flat. With a final nip of teeth on Aziraphale's bottom lip, Crowley retreated. The grip on his hips tightened, preventing him from moving fully away. Aziraphale's head rested against Crowley's front door, his eyes hooded and his mouth slightly open. He looked as thoroughly shell-shocked as Crowley felt. Honestly, his knees were wobbling. Well, Aziraphale murmured. That was jolly good. Do you? Crowley bit at his own kiss-bruised lip. The conundrum over whether or not jolly good should sound that erotic was pushed away firmly until another time. Actually want to stop? Lord, no. Aziraphale's fingers dug into Crowley's hips. This was probably not a good decision. Still, it was a decision, and Crowley was all for making his own these days. He fished his door key out of his back pocket. You'd better come in, then. They'd essentially just exchanged one side of Crowley's front door for another. But now a decision had been made, there was a new intent to their kissing. It was a heated promise, a tangling of desire that urged them on. Crowley was swept up in it like a drug. He'd never thought he'd sleep with anyone but Luke. 
never thought anyone else would want him. Now here was Aziraphale bearing his throat to Crowley's eager mouth, his fingers plucking at Crowley's t-shirt. His breathless voice gasped Crowley's name. Crowley, wait, just a moment. We can stop. Crowley dropped his hands from Aziraphale's waist and stepped back. He knew the value of having that as an option. Aziraphale shook his head, reaching out to grab his t-shirt front. No, just this is embarrassing, he huffed with frustration. I'm not actually out to my family yet, and my brother visits here sometimes, so... It's fine. Crowley let himself cup Aziraphale's cheek. More than fine, and a relief, actually. No strings to get all knotted up in. I'm on the rebound from a, well, an awful relationship. He forced a smile to take the edge off and avoid any pity from either Aziraphale or himself. He edged closer, brushing his lips over Aziraphale's. This can be whatever we need it to be, okay? Oh, thank you. Aziraphale looked so grateful, so relieved. Crowley knew he was basking in it, overjoyed with the thought that he could be someone's hero like that just from being a total emotional fuck-up. He pulled Aziraphale back into his arms. I'll take care of you, he whispered into their kiss. Which was a laugh. He'd only just started learning to take care of himself. Aziraphale squeezed Crowley's arse, and all thoughts fled from his head. They blundered into the living room, where still half-unpacked boxes lurked ready to ambush the unwary. Crowley had also got into the habit of shifting the furniture about every other day, mostly to annoy the irritating git upstairs at flat number three. How many layers have you got? Crowley growled as they stumbled into the back of the sofa. He'd already worked his way through Aziraphale's coat, waistcoat and braces. Finding a vest beneath Aziraphale's shirt was really dialing up his excited frustration. You're one to talk with these trousers? Aziraphale muttered as he struggled with the button. I need a knife to get them off. Hips caught between the sofa and Aziraphale, there really was no way for Crowley to hide his pleasurable shiver or the accompanying blush on his cheeks. How? Aziraphale breathed as he looked up. You'd like that? and something about the pinkness of his cheeks suggested he wouldn't be entirely adverse either. Crowley wet his lips. Not with these trousers. I like these trousers, but I'm open-minded. For example, 
he put a hand on Aziraphale's chest, pushing him back slightly so there was room to undo his trouser zip and work down enough of the flesh-hugging denim to show what was underneath. Crowley held his breath. Aziraphale's eyes widened. He reached out, tracing a thumb along Crowley's stomach, then dipping it carefully beneath the waistband of his black lace knickers. You mind? Crowley asked, all shivery again at that exploratory touch. Luke hadn't minded all the time. He'd even encouraged it on the occasion he didn't want to laugh about it, but Crowley had never worn them for Luke. He'd worn them because they made him feel bold, made him feel good about who he was. There'd been days when he'd needed every edge he could get. I dare say I'll get used to it. But there was a smile in Aziraphale's voice. His thumb withdrew. Why don't you show me more? Help me decide. Crowley's relief made his desire spike. He felt like he was practically vibrating under Aziraphale's heated gaze. He gripped the hem of his t-shirt and stripped it off. Aziraphale was definitely in heaven. Or heaven was currently that smooth expanse of stomach rising into his chest, the smattering of red hair and those dark nipples begging to be teased. He clenched his fists to hold back from lunging. It really had been too long. The pressure of his life building up in gradual increments without any way to release. He needed a hobby, really. Later, though. Now there was a gorgeous man wanting to be with him without any expectations. Aziraphale tried to focus on that, and not that he was coming to realize that being knotted up in someone else's life was something he was starting to yearn for. He pressed his nails to his palms and focused on what he was lucky enough to be offered now. When Crowley's head reappeared from his t-shirt, his hair was ruffled, cheeks pinkening, as he saw Aziraphale staring. His trousers started to come off next. It was a torturous combination of wiggling and pulling, the most excruciating of strip teases. Give me a hand, Crowley asked when the tight material was bunched around his calves. Aziraphale dragged his gaze away from the sheer front of Crowley's knickers and the bulge pushing against the fabric. Certainly. He sank straight to his knees, tongue tracing the line of Crowley's cock. So much for not lunging. Not quite what I uh, meant, 
Crowley's hand pushed into Aziraphale's hair. It pulled him close, though, rather than pushing him away, which was encouraging. Mm, what did you mean? Aziraphale looked up, fixing an innocent smile on his face. Crowsers. Crowley's throat jumped. Aziraphale wanted to bite it. He wanted to bite him all over, lay him out and worship every inch that he could reach. First, though, the trousers simply had to come off. Aziraphale helped Crowley work them off his ankles and then skimmed his hands over his feet, fingers closing over the knobs of bone. Crowley whimpered, leaning back on the sofa, eyes closed. Aziraphale pressed his lips to Crowley's belly, his skin fluttered beneath the kiss, muscles jumping as Aziraphale worked his mouth lower, licking at the edge of the knickers, drifting lazily south until he was sucking on Crowley's cock, making everything warm and damp. He tasted glorious. Musk and salt and the slipperiness of the knickers against his lips. He gripped the back of Crowley's thighs, urging him to move. You do like them. Crowley's breath was heavy. God, Aziraphale. His hips pushed forward off the sofa. Aziraphale slid his hands up to Crowley's arse, squeezing his cheeks so hard the pattern of lace on the back would leave imprints on his palms. The thrust of Crowley's hips became more demanding, and Aziraphale opened his mouth wider, taking more of him despite the constraining fabric. Crowley made a broken noise, followed by a wind, Bedroom. Aziraphale leaned back on his heels. If you'd prefer. He shouldn't push. Even by the Bastille's standards, he had a reputation of being over-eager sometimes, and he didn't want to scare Crowley off, especially not knowing the extent of the awful his recent relationship had been. Crowley looked down at him, cheeks flushed. Prefer it to what? Aziraphale licked his lips, nerves prickling his skin. I'd rather like to bend you over the sofa. <laughs> You'd rather like? Crowley bit back his laugh. If you're amenable, of course. Aziraphale lifted his eyebrows. Really, he didn't want to assume, and politeness was never inappropriate, unlike bending a partner over his new sofa if he wasn't into that or ready for that. Crowley lifted his eyebrows. Aziraphale's stomach fluttered anxiously. Crowley, you do know we don't have to do this. Even if I'm amenable? 
Crowley's lips flicked up into a smile. Are you? Very. Crowley nodded his head. If you take the rest of those bloody layers off. Aziraphale uncurled his fists. In good time. He got up and fetched his jacket. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw Crowley hooking his thumbs into the waistband of his knickers. Would you leave them on? Aziraphale asked, just one more self-indulgent request. Crowley really did look gorgeous, and it was almost a shame to take them off at all. I think I'd like to be the one to take them off you. Which just made Aziraphale think of Crowley's reaction to having his trousers cut off, and how that knowledge could be applied to underwear. He took a deep breath, focused on the material of his jacket to banish the images from his head. Sure, yes. Crowley's eyes followed the condom and packets of lube that Aziraphale placed on the arm of the sofa. Were you in on the fixer? No, but I like to be prepared. Aziraphale began to take off his vest slowly, less for drawing out the anticipation and more because the self-consciousness he'd carried since childhood had only got lighter, not evaporated completely. When watching Saturday Night Telly with an ope, Crowley lifted his eyebrow as he came forward, fingertips ghosting over Aziraphale's chest, down over his stomach and his hips, until he could tuck him forward by his waistband and undo his trousers. The quivering anxiety in Aziraphale's belly smoothed out somewhat. It was easier not to think, with Crowley's hands working into his boxes, stroking him to full hardness, while Crowley mouthed at his neck. He relaxed into it, tipping his head back further and arching his back a bit. Of course not. Just last time I wore this jacket, do I have to spell it out? Aziraphale swept his own hands up Crowley's back. You were on the pool. Crowley used his teeth on Aziraphale's collarbone, a delicious sting against the ache in his cock. I go to a certain pub to meet like-minded gentlemen. And did you? Crowley's voice held a gentle teasing. Sadly not. And the frustration had been building ever since. Good news for me, then. Crowley looked up, grinning. For both of us. Aziraphale pressed his mouth back to Crowley's, moulding their bodies tightly together. His knee pushed between Crowley's legs. Crowley rolled his hips forward, rubbing the bulge of his cock against Aziraphale's thigh. It was delicious. 
he grabbed at Crowley's waist, his backside pulling him tighter. Crowley groaned into the kiss as it became sloppier. His hands fisted at Aziraphale's hair, the sharp pain of it grounding, a tart taste amidst the sweet thickness of skin dragging over skin and fabric. Please, my dear. Aziraphale couldn't wait any more, and it was so much easier to say what he wanted when he was with someone like this, so easy to be more of who he wanted to be. Aziraphale had long since realized it was because the focus wasn't on him. He was thinking about his partner, what they might like, and how to make them feel good. That took away so much of the pressure he normally felt. And there was something beautifully pliable about Crowley, despite all his snark and brashness. When Aziraphale gripped his hips, he allowed himself to be turned and bent forward over the back of his sofa. Aziraphale's desire rolled through him, hard and fast. This was the final proof Aziraphale needed about Crowley's legs going on forever. And that underwear! The worlds of lace stretched across Crowley's firm arse, the peaks of flesh where the material was more sheer. Aziraphale was desperate to touch again. He was so very honoured. Oh, my dear, you are stunning. Stunning. Crowley had been called many things during sex, but stunning hadn't been one of them. Luke had liked some dirty talk, but it had always verged on humiliation. Crowley's humiliation. He tried not to think of Luke. He'd been all kinds of filthy, but not like this, not so firm and gentle all at once. Never so loving. Aziraphale slid off his trousers, the clatter of belt buckle and loose change in his pockets hitting the hardwood floor. Crowley closed his eyes, let himself soak up Aziraphale's heat, even though their bodies were barely touching. Aziraphale's hands rested on the back of the sofa, his mouth sucked the base of Crowley's neck. Crowley arched into it, squirming a bit, exposing more of his throat. Preening like a cat he was, wanting every touch, every brush of skin on skin, eating it up like he was starving. He'd always been a chancer, and daring to come on to Aziraphale in the hallway was paying off in spades. Aziraphale kissed his way down Crowley's spine, and it was all Crowley could do not to purr. He dug his nails into the leather sofa and hung on. 
When Aziraphale dragged Crowley's knickers down with his teeth, Crowley groaned. He shifted his legs wider, reaching for the packet of lube. Want a bit of a show, Angel? He could be kinky too, and he was very close to being swept away. He always fell too hard and too fast. Luke had been his first and his only, really. But he was out of it now. He was moving on. He was taking back control. Peering back over his shoulder, Crowley saw Aziraphale's cock, not as long as Luke's, but thick. Crowley bit his lip. It would stretch him beautifully. And those thighs, solid and comforting. Please. Aziraphale stroked himself slowly, stepping back so he could see more. Crowley shifted his knickers down his thighs a bit more. He coated his fingers with lube and began to tease himself. Just a bit. He was too desperate to drag things out, but he wanted to do this. Wanted to give himself over to the pleasure of enjoying his own body, of seeing someone else so obviously enjoy it too. The room was so quiet, broken only by their breathing, the sound of Aziraphale stroking his own cock as he watched Crowley press a finger into himself. Should he have put some music on? Crowley shut the thought down and focused on the stretch of his muscles, the heat of his entrance. He rubbed his prostate, riding the sparks that flickered through his nerves, letting out the accompanying gasp. He must look so lewd, but he didn't mind. He was choosing it, he was enjoying it. He lifted his hips a bit, spread his legs wider. When he pressed in a second finger, Aziraphale moaned. Aziraphale's hands rested on Crowley's waist. Beautiful, so generous, so good to me. Oh, fuck, angel. Aziraphale snatched the condom from the sofa. Crowley closed his eyes as the wrapper tore. Those sure hands went back on his heated skin, holding him firmly. Gorgeous! Are you ready? Yes, please, yes. And God, it was gentle. Crowley's breath hitched. He pushed back against the delicious ache of being entered by someone taking their time. He rocked his hips, encouraging Aziraphale deeper. Aziraphale's hands tightened on his waist, his breathy, Oh, darling, warming Crowley all the way down to his toes. He swallowed down his sob. 
There was no way he was going to cry in the middle of the best sex he'd had for years. Nope, save the tears for the therapist. Crowley pressed back, taking all of Aziraphale inside himself. Aziraphale's chest rested on his back, the curve of his stomach against Crowley's spine. A strong arm wrapped around Crowley's waist, holding him steady as his knees went to liquid. He was damp and wobbling all over. If Aziraphale held him too tight, he'd burst and be nothing but a watermark on the floor. Aziraphale didn't. His grip was just enough to keep him close without being a restraint, and the praise fell on Crowley like summer rain. He told him he was beautiful and good and gorgeous. The words build up inside him, ready to overflow. Oh, God, Crowley groaned into his inner elbow. More, harder. The sofa slid a bit on the floor as Aziraphale slammed into him. Is that how you like it? Aziraphale gasped. Crowley nodded forced a slurred yes past his lips. The sound of slapping skin, the scratch of the sofa as it moved, was a perfect soundtrack to the fullness, the drag Crowley felt in his hips as Azira fell fucked into him. Yes, he gasped again. Aziraphale continued to praise him, and it all swirled together in Crowley's nerves, pushing him closer and closer to the edge. He shuffled his feet back, making room to fist his own cock. Crowley came with a cry, some of the tears escaping as he shuddered in Aziraphale's arms, shuddered like he could escape his skin and his past all in one. Aziraphale's forehead tapped the back of Crowley's neck, his moan pouring straight into Crowley's flesh as he pulsed inside him. Eventually, they made it to the bedroom slightly sweaty and sticky, flopping onto Crowley's silk sheets. It was satisfying, though, especially the way Crowley's chest still rose and fell deeply as he breathed. Aziraphale soaked in the vision of it and hoped that he hadn't done a stupid thing and that there would be no awkwardness following on from this evening. I mean, there would be, obviously there would be, as Agnes was merciless in her teasing, but as long as he and Crowley remained on good terms over it. He liked Crowley, that was the thing, and the desire for more was so warm in his brain that would not settle. He mustn't push. He mustn't, but if he were very lucky, they might agree to do this again. 
and that would be something to ease the transition through his 50th birthday. He suspected that if he didn't make plans for that soon, Gabriel would make them for him. That was an excellent way to christen my new sofa. Crowley's smile was cheeky and heartfelt and just a little bit vulnerable. It made Aziraphale's chest tight. His thoughts flicked back to what that past partner he'd mentioned had been like and why the relationship was so awful. There was something rather delicate and bruised about the skin around Crowley's eyes. I do hope you'll be happy here, Aziraphale smiled. Well, the neighbours are very friendly. We are. His smile was starting to fix uncomfortably on his face. Aziraphale looked away. Generally. It's hard starting all over again, so please know that there is support here if you want it. He made himself look away, to not be so pushy. Sorry, not really appropriate pillow talk. And I'm not prying. He wasn't, but he wanted to. He wanted to know who had hurt Crowley and give him a thorough talking to. It's fine. Should speak to someone other than my therapist about it, really. Just maybe when I have pants on. Of course. Crowley looked up at the ceiling, blinking a few times. What does your brother look like? Just so I know. Aziraphale forced himself to accept the change of subject. Just look out for a designer suit beneath a cloud of self-importance. Oh, with the Mercedes and the salesman's smile. Crowley sucked on his lip. That's him. Saw him leaving a few days ago. Thought he was your boyfriend. Crowley nudged him with his elbow. Aziraphale shuddered. Please, I have standards. Obviously. Crowley waved a hand over his still-naked body. And Agnes soon put me right. I bet. They shared a grin. He'd come around to fix me up with another one of his wife's girlfriends. I'd feel bad about wasting their time, except Gabriel knows some really terrible people. Aziraphale closed his eyes. You must think I'm awful. He was. Or a coward, certainly. I'm not judging, Crowley said quietly. We all do what we think we need to to survive, right? And I'm not the king of life decisions. Crowley folded his arms over his stomach and crossed his ankles. Oh dear. This really isn't good pillow talk, is it? It wasn't. Not at all. But it was still welcome. It was nice to be talking to someone about this. 
It was nice that they had things to talk about. If you've got another condom in your pocket, I could give you some more distraction in a bit. Crowley rolled onto his side, eyes sweeping over Aziraphale's body in a way that made his toes curl. Surprise and pleasure flickered through Aziraphale's veins. I may have, he said coyly. He was sure he had, and more than sure it was about to be put to very good use. Mm -hmm.